0: Hey there and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we
1: talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything
0: that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice.
1: We want to include as much diversity as we can. So, if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please
0: message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not spoiler-free. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to... To... Remember, remember Harry, Harry Potter?
1: Potter that's the first time we've done it together I know we
0: forgot how to do it but we it remembered was, it's
1: hard because it's a different name mm-hmm. my muscle memory is like remember and then exactly I, and then I die Yes. Yeah. so
0: um my name is Emily <laughs> congratulations <laughs> my name is Marin and today we are not talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone specifically But we're going to be talking about Vernon and Petunia.
1: The Dursleys. Those Dursleys.
0: Before we get into that, we want to address something with everybody. And this is coming out a little bit after what we're talking specifically about has happened. But we think it's very important to mention. And that is just what J.K. Rowling has been up to on Twitter.
1: Just all the screaming and (sighs) idiocy that's coming out of her fingers yes. and into the internet yeah it's
0: very very weird that we have this wonderful series which is about accepting people no matter what
1: about inclusivity
0: Uh-huh and love and you know it's a beautiful series and then to unfortunately have to divorce the author because they are speaking hate and negativity and yes it's so, really gross it feels really gross to us
1: i hate it goodbye to her mm-hmm. i want to be perfectly clear so that nobody is confused, um, we are allies mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ plus community. Unequivocally allies. We are anti, anti-trans. We mm-hmm. hate transphobia. Mm-hmm. We love everybody who wants to be here. We do not exclude. We do not erase your identity no i believe you Mm -hmm. i believe what you say you are i believe who you say you are i believe that that's who you are Mm -hmm. so please know that we accept you we love you we are your allies no matter what no matter what we will not change that nope you are safe
0: here we're your moms now Mm -hmm. welcome yes all the little babies you're ours now sorry this is where you belong Mm -hmm. here
1: not there, not where it feels yucky and where you're confused and you feel like you don't belong.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry that she has made you feel outcast and not worthy. It's and wrong. All of that, but...
1: It's wrong. She's wrong.
0: <sighs> yeah. I'm very
1: sorry. Yep. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I am. 100%. Yes.
0: Um, and...
1: Speaking of horrible speaking people. Speaking
0: of people being very <laughs> Dursley-ish... <laughs> We're going to get into the Dursleys today. Uh, I'm really, really sorry about it. I know we've already talked about them for two chapters, but uh, we don't really have to spend too much more time with them in the book. And so we felt like we may <laughs> as well do them first, get them done with and out of the way. Especially because they really don't have any character. Uh, what am I trying to Traits? say? Traits traits <laughs> other than evil basically and they don't change like they don't progress they don't get better they don't not well Dudley Dudley takes him a while <laughs> we'll get to Dudley next week
1: it literally takes him until he's an adult mm-hmm. which you know what that happens to a lot of people is that they spend their whole lives being told a certain thing and then when they finally realize it was wrong <sighs> they change yeah
0: thank god some people change yep. <laughs> Yep. Starting with Petunia, I find it super, super annoying that we spend more time with Vernon than we do Petunia, especially because it's because of Petunia that Harry is living with the Dursleys in the first place.
1: Yeah, I think that's super interesting because we don't learn anything about Petunia until the end of the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's her. She's the whole reason that Harry is there.
0: Yeah. There's a line that she says in this first book when Harry expresses that, you know, I could probably stay home while you guys go out to the zoo, and she says and come back and find the house in ruins.
1: Oh, and see you're you're so smart, so you you've touched on how that's what happened to, not not Petunia's house, but... No, her sister. Her sister. That is
0: exactly what happened to the Potter's house, is it... Lit- exploded? Literally eroded.
1: It did explode.
0: And I didn't I'm even think about just, that
1: when we read through that.
0: I'm just so happy in this moment that Harry doesn't know what happened, because that would just oh, be, that'd be a such trigger. a trigger for him.
1: I mean, because that is what happened to his house. It mm-hmm. got completely exploded. And so they're worried that somehow... Their house is going to get exploded because somehow it was Harry's fault. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. No. Oh, gross. And in
0: this letter that Dumbledore has left, he, you know, he told them what happened. Voldemort came because of Harry and tried to kill Harry and ruined their house. (laughs) And, of course, killed them should be the thing that you're paying attention to. No. But now Petunia just has this underlying fear that because Harry's here, bad things happen.
1: Wow. Emily. <laughs>
0: Good stuff. And really, this is pretty much all we actually see from Petunia in this chapter. Other than, of course, her being like, Dudley, I'll buy you more presents. Everything else is Vernon. Yeah. As far as like the parenting goes. though, so Mr. Dursley... He comes in telling Harry to brush his hair and uh, praises Dudley for throwing a fit and not being grateful for a million presents that he has. (laughs) Um, He treats Harry like a dog, like I said in the past episode. He won't even entertain the idea that Harry can be left in his new car by himself. (laughs) And he thinks that threatening just like six months of being alone is like a normal casual thing.
1: Yeah, this is a man who he is punitive. He's authoritarian. He's evil. Mm-hmm. He's evil and he is raising his son to be just exactly the same as him. Like, this is somebody who has been raised in the old world of white men rule with an iron fist. And if everybody doesn't do exactly what they say, they are not only wrong, but they will be punished severely. Mm-hmm.
0: And we obviously are going through this huge movement right now of Black Lives Matter, which we are very supportive of, Mm -hmm. of course. Absolutely. But it's really interesting. We've been watching Outlander a lot. We'll probably talk a lot (laughs) during the episodes. But even seeing 200 years ago, it was almost just as hard to make a difference, even being a good person, than it is today. Yeah. It's
1: yeah, it's, it's it, we will like something will happen in that show. And I'll just look to Emily and I'll be like, imagine if that was happening now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it is mm-hmm. still happening. Yeah, it is still a white man's world. Ruling with an iron fist uh, and absolutely punitive and authoritarian. And yeah. it's disgusting and it needs to change. Yep, It's not working. It never worked. No, nope. it still isn't. Vernon is the type of person who holds on to it so tightly and just refuses to let go. And I would like to say goodbye to all of those men mm-hmm. in some way or another.
0: 100%. Coming into the story right now, there are 10 years of story that we just skipped past. Which, if you have listened to Remember Twilight, you know we love to speculate about things <laughs> outside of the actual page and what's happening. And so we know, of course... Or at least are beginning to get to know a lot of what was going on during the time with the kids. But I cannot, for some reason, feel like it was always this way. So before Harry gets dropped off, Vernon knows to not bring up the Potters. Sure, sure. Because it'll make Petunia angry. Petunia, of course, always wanted a family. Family is very important to her. And... I just have a really hard time believing that when Harry got dropped off at her porch, of course she was mad at Lily, but I feel like it's because Vernon was expecting her not to want this child. that she had to continue playing that role.
1: Do you think she just had to live up to his expectation of her? Yeah. She didn't want to disappoint him. Do you think she wanted Harry?
0: I don't think that she wanted Harry. But for some reason, I just feel like any mother can't just see another baby and be like, we can put it in the closet. That's fine.
1: Do you think she did nurture him? I mean, he talks about how he has gone on errands with her Mm -hmm. and he spends time with her Mm -hmm. and to me I'm like initially I'm like well that's just because she doesn't want to leave him home she wants to have an eye on him Mm -hmm. constantly so that he's not doing something scary or doing something magical Mm -hmm. because oh she knows I mean, you know that she knows. She grew up with Lily, mm-hmm. jealous of Lily, sad about Lily her whole life. Mm-hmm. So she knows. She's got to know that Harry is magical, mm-hmm. that these weird things that happen to him, she puts them out of her mind because she knows that they are magical things. Like when that sweater shrunk and shrunk and shrunk, mm-hmm. and she pretended to just be like, well, I don't know what happened. No, oh, she knew what happened. Do you think she nurtured him and loved him? Until a the bit? first
0: time something magical happened i feel like she must have somewhere deep down inside hoped that he would be normal and every day that went by that something didn't happen i feel like she must have gotten a little bit more loving towards him Mm. and i wonder at what point did they go from like crib to cupboard (laughs) because i can't believe they would leave a one-year-old in a cupboard by itself yeah maybe I just don't want to so I'm really hoping that deep down inside (laughs) somewhere in these 10 years Petunia must have been a tiny bit of a good person
1: well and of course so here's the thing she taught him how to cook but it's so that she could cook he could cook for her Mm -hmm. she taught him how to clean so that he could clean Mm -hmm. you know I mean so she did motherly type of things Mm -hmm. but not out of like love and trying to help him be a better person but just so that she could make him into a slave yeah so I don't know yeah (laughs) I mean I know these are things
0: that I'm never gonna have answers to but I I gotta believe believe so that I don't just absolutely scream (laughs) gotta hold on
1: to it forever somehow
0: yeah okay and then going back, I just want to touch on Harry's glasses again, because... His
1: little broken glasses. His
0: broken glasses. It's so surprising to me that Harry ever got glasses in the first place. Really? That must have been a teacher Yeah, that had to in. have been
1: like a school. Of course, at schools, I know that a school does a, a hearing test. Mm-hmm. They do. The schools do. That's one of the important things that... Ha, that public education does for kids is that they do hearing tests they do eye exams they do lice tests they Mm -hmm. do like public health things at school and they are very important so i guarantee he got an eye exam at school Mm -hmm. um of course though as a parent and as a custodian as as his guardian she has to well i guess she doesn't have to but i think that their national national health services like would Demand that she do well care visits. So he's got to go to the doctor every year to get his checkup. I hope so. I really hope
0: so because. <laughs>
1: is she not taking him to checkups? I mean like. barely I don't have him. to. Like like, you, like here in America, it's not mandated. You don't have to have your kid have a checkup. Mm-hmm. But if, if you don't, people can report you and be like, this person is not taking care of their kid. Whatever. I mean, I have my own thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder if she wasn't taking him to checkups, if she was just letting the schools do everything a yeah. lot of people do.
0: I mean, I I can see that, especially because Harry has broken glasses forever.
1: Yeah, they're broken for ho- who knows how long. Constantly. Who knows if they don't even, like, work very well, if he's mm-hmm. still, like, super blind and wearing them anyway. Yeah. Um And they're obviously they're just like government issued glasses you know he's just wearing the like
0: (laughs) ugly glasses yes the
1: glasses that everybody gets yeah
0: and I mean as far as we know even once Harry starts going to Hogwarts he never gets new glasses he never talks about how he finally got new glasses it's just that Hermione (laughs) fixed them so they weren't broken anymore
1: however I bet you anything that McGonagall was like here let me let's take a look at those and see if they're still working for you, and I bet she helped him. Yeah, I'm sure she did. A there's spell a lot of things that he doesn't talk about, like mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about other people's birthdays. He doesn't talk about things like that. Things like going to the doctor, and but I bet you Pomfrey, like Madame Pomfrey, mm. while she's helping him, she's like, "Let's also take a look at your prescription and see how these glasses are working for you." Yeah,
0: I love that because. Harry talks about his glasses all the time. <laughs> well, he can't see without them. He's nope. always
1: talking about how he used to grab them in the morning mm-hmm. and put them on. And if he loses them, he just can't see. It's mm-hmm. miserable. So I guarantee that uh, at least Madame Pomfrey and yeah. and McGonagall were taking care of his eyesight. Yeah, <laughs> I have to believe that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back to those 10 years in between, obviously we talk a lot about how No good wizards ever came and checked in on Harry while he was at the Dursleys. Mm -hmm. Do you think any bad wizards ever tried to find Uh, where he was? Okay, so
1: that's what Mark was saying last night. It was like, Mark and I almost had a fight about (laughs) Dumbledore last night. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're nerds and we don't fight about anything except fictional characters. Yeah. But so... I was like, he never sent anybody to check in, da, 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 freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, yeah, but he was being safe from all the bad guys. And I'm like, how do you know? He could have been safe at Hogwarts. He could mm-hmm. have been safe anywhere else, you know? So we're yeah. like screaming about Harry <laughs> Potter. And um, I was like, I don't, I, I don't know that the bad wizards were doing anything. Anything at all. I think they were all cowardly hiding in their houses with their lights turned off. Mm -hmm. You know, not going out and not doing anything because they were scared because, oh, their their dark lord is gone. And But you know that they're like, is he really gone? Mm-hmm. Are we? You know, so no, I don't think that they were looking for him. I think that they thought he died or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they were like, no, we are safe in our evil world, doing gross things. And Interesting. I yeah. really don't think they were looking for him. I think that that's one of the things that makes it okay for him to be hidden even though he could have been hidden in a better place mm-hmm. um but he so he was hidden and so nobody knew where he was none of the good wizards and none of the bad wizards however now that's another thing that brings me to mrs fig mm-hmm. she knew where he was she's she was home, talking yeah. to dumbledore mm-hmm. he he was like you gotta stay here you got to live here so that you can take care of this little baby yep and she's like
0: okay mm-hmm I'll just, whatever, whatever Dumbledore says, I'll do, which Mm -hmm. is also a problem, so. Yeah. I just like to have, like, this, I don't like it. I have this (laughs) headcanon that uh, weird things would sometimes happen at Privet Drive that were the Death Eaters. (gasps) And that Uh, Vernon and Petunia then blamed on Harry. Maybe. And that added to their hatred of him.
1: I just don't think they knew he was there. I think this spell was powerful enough to keep them away.
0: But it only is supposed to protect Harry from... Voldemort Mm. it's only the attempted murderer that it protects you from (laughs) so all these death eaters cool I don't know were they strolling up to Mm. Privet Drive maybe
1: cool (laughs) canon
0: cool to touch on just like the squishing the magic out of Harry of course Petunia grew up with Lily Evans and Petunia has to know That Lily couldn't stop doing these magic things when they were little. There was no way she could control it.
1: No, in fact, I mean, we we learn that, and I'm not sure if this is book, because I can't remember, or movie. I know it's movie, but we learn that every time Lily did anything... Petunia would freak out. Mm-hmm. Petunia was just like, you're a freak. Stop it. Like, Ugh. you know, out of like anger or jealousy or whatever it was. We also learned that the Evans parents were not upset about it. It was just Petunia. Mm-hmm. It was just Petunia who had a problem with this. The Evans were like proud of her. They were like, oh, absolutely. Go to the school. That was another thing that led to Petunia being so angry about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just it's so gross. that Petunia knows for a fact you cannot squish the magic out of someone and yet they continue to do it over and over again i mean
1: that's just that is classic like you can't Mm -hmm. hold on a sec i don't know if this (laughs) is i do we want to say things like you can't squish the gay out or yeah i mean it's very parallel to that you cannot force somebody to be who they are not Mm -hmm. and you can't take things that are central to your core away from people just because you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like it's
0: there. Yeah. I mean, Harry is literally in a closet. (laughs) They literally try to closet his magic away and hide it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's very similar. I know we're talking about Petunia and Vernon, but of course I'm bringing up Dumbledore.
1: That's okay. Bring him up. So let's talk about it. Let's
0: let's let the elephant run around for a little while. Yes. Perfect. I just, there's one aspect that I want to bring up, and that is that if Dumbledore had done any kind of welfare check in on Harry, and obviously Mrs. Fig doesn't actually go to the house to see any of this, she just has Harry at her house, he would have pulled him out immediately. Because the biggest regret in Dumbledore's life is about his sister, and his sister Um, A lot of us have guessed that she might be an Obscurus, which is from Fantastic Beasts, if you're not familiar with that. Um, But regardless um, of whether or not that specific fact is true, Ariana Dumbledore was assaulted by three muggle boys because they saw her doing magic. And so she tried to never, ever do magic again. She tried so hard, she focused on it so hard that her magic turned inward and would explode out of her at times that she couldn't control Right. Which, to put a magical child in a place where they are constantly needing to try to suppress their magic is so dangerous.
1: The interesting thing, though, is that Harry had no idea that it was magic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just, like, having that headspace of, like, well, I don't know why these things happen to me. I don't know why these things happen, but sometimes they do. Um, But not knowing that it's magic can be a different headspace Mm -hmm. so he's not he's not concealing it and he's not like purposefully trying to control it he doesn't know either way
0: Mm -hmm. no yeah that's a good point but
1: but the Dursleys do spend an awful lot of time telling him to not be weird Mm -hmm. so that can have a lot of effect on a child when the adult is constantly being like stop being weird and you're like I'm not weird yeah
0: Yeah. So things that baby Harry had to learn as a child are not okay. Oh no. No hugging. Oh. Don't ask questions. <sighs> Don't come to me when you're scared. You're not gonna be praised when you do something good, even if Dudley does the same thing and we put it on the fridge because we're so proud of him. He can't call them mom and dad. How many oh. times do you think he accidentally went up and said, Hey mom, can you especially blah, blah, blah?
1: as a baby. Mm-hmm. Like I know that like I work I used to work in an elementary school and kids would call me mom all the time. Mm-hmm. Even I worked at a junior high and kids would call me mom mm-hmm. on the accident. Yeah. So, yeah, I bet a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I just it breaks my heart baby. thinking of Harry and just and me too. everything he had to go through. And especially because he is now knows that he can't trust any adults and he really can't trust any other kids either. He has to be completely self-sufficient and do everything himself. And even if he does something good or bad, it doesn't matter. He's going to be punished for it. So he kind of just does what he wants. Yeah. And Snape blames this behavior on being the son of James Potter, when in reality it's because he was raised this way by the Dursleys. Yeah,
1: James James would have taught Harry to be funny and silly and do things. But Lily would have taught Harry to be respectful and kind and loving and accepting Mm -hmm. um you're completely right about snape blaming it on james harry didn't know james Mm -hmm. he had no idea he was taught this through sheer hard knocks like he didn't have a choice he had to do this i love that you say like he just does whatever he wants because he's going to get in trouble no matter what he does like that just comes to truth when we see him at hogwarts like he sees the remember all got thrown away we'll talk about this later but he immediately goes to like help neville because he's like Ugh.
0: i'm not gonna ask the teacher to help no. because they're not going to so i'm gonna yeah help him. so he
1: goes to help and he doesn't know that he's supposed to be in trouble for that but he's like well i know i wasn't supposed to be flying but whatever i had to do what i had to do and then he and then you know, he's just going to, he always does it. He always mm-hmm. does what he has to do, Yep. what has to be done in his mind. And I, and he does everything. He tries to do everything alone. I mean, the amount of times that he tells that he's like, I have to go do this thing. And his friends are like, okay, we'll come. And he's like, no. And they're like, yeah, like, that's just pure. Like, I have to do this by myself. Um, we see the same thing with Bella all the time in mm-hmm. Twilight, yep. where she, Spent an entire life from birth having to do everything for herself and everything for everyone else. And so by the time she's 17 years old and she has to make her own decisions, she is not. She hates accepting help from
0: everybody. Mm -hmm. Same
1: same character. It's interesting
0: that you bring up Bella because she kind of has the abuse that both Harry and Dudley have mm. combined into one person.
1: Oh, that is interesting. Because <laughs> she was
0: never physically abused or anything like that. And yet she has this self sufficiency mm-hmm. in her. And so she has that just always being supported and everything you do is great aspect mm, too. That narcissism. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Interesting. Super weird.
0: But yeah. yeah, pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So Harry is a product of his upbringing and. The reason that he had this upbringing was because Dumbledore stuck him there because of this this you know magic spell and the love from his mom. But it's not it wasn't. <laughs> it was a misguided. It was a misguided uh, decision for Dumbledore. To make.
0: Absolutely. So next week we're going to talk more specifically about Harry and Dudley. Dudley. <laughs> so we'll get into more of this. Those were all my sporadic thoughts on the Dursleys as of right now. That was great. <laughs> so I loved it. Hopefully, maybe you guys think about them yeah, a little differently, what, or
1: yeah, you know, tell us what you think of it. I mean, we're obviously we come from a certain point of view, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of the same ideas and thoughts about things as each other so there isn't a lot of light point counterpoint in mm-hmm. our discussions but if you would love to give us some sort of a counterpoint we're welcome you we're welcoming you to do that mm-hmm. please do absolutely i mean whether or not we agree with you is another thing but we would love to share it mm-hmm. so let us know
0: yeah okay okay well thank you guys for remembering harry potter with us yes thank you so much let's go create something magical together all right love you guys bye, bye. bye. You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly
1: bonus video access to our notes original artwork and
0: to connect with our awesome community you can message us at rememberharrypotterpodcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on anchor or leave a review on itunes yes please leave a review on itunes check out the show notes for all this information
1: and more